Welcome to the Bourbon Library, hosted by the Bayless Brothers. A spirited conversation always served neat as barrel proof of our family bond. Grab a glass. The episode starts now. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Bourbon Library. I'm out. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Bourbon oh. Library. <laughs> Almost had uh, it. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the Bourbon <laughs> Library. I must always say, welcome to the Bayless Brothers. This is the Bourbon Library. Yeah, that's just who we are. Hey, I'm Ryan. And I'm Alec. And this is the Bourbon Library. Presented by the Bayless Brothers. That's good. That was good. From, I like from that. our mom. I'm from just trying to go back. How far back can we go? Yeah. Presented by great, great, great grandma Bayless. Yeah. I was, I was on uh, Instagram and you know, there was some guy being like, uh, talking about how crazy it is that we exist by going yeah. backwards of like how many people it took to make you and you can go back like 12 generations. Yeah. How many people successfully made humans? Yeah. It was like, uh, it was something like 5,000 pairs of grandparents or something took to make you. And it was like, think about all that ancestry, like uh, love and sadness and all the stuff yeah. you kind of potentially carry through, passed yeah. down. It's pretty. Yeah. Let me ask you something. Do you believe this is really a heavy hitter uh, for a bourbon podcast, but uh, 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 ancestral trauma, not ancestral trauma, I guess. I guess it's called ancestral trauma. Um, yeah, like I, a, I don't know if I, something you choose or not choose to believe in. I feel like it's. Do we? Do you feel like it's carried in your DNA? Yeah. Mm, yeah, I think yeah, so I mean, too. I feel like it's gen, there's genetics that yeah. pass along. It's not just whether but you're fat it, or skinny. There's information there about your past in a way. Totally. And I don't know much about it, but I definitely. That's I why it's know, good to. I, well, hey, there, there's a relation to bourbon. You know, like we look back a lot with bourbon. We look back to history. It is important to look back, uh, talk to your grandparents, your great grandparents, any, any yeah. information, any inkling of information we can get about our past can help you understand who you are. Well, I was, I was thinking about this. So it's like, uh, some of, some of this information I imagine is in our, I don't know about our genetic code or our DNA or whatever. It's like, it gets passed down, like when you're born. Uh, but then so much also is like subconscious untalked about emotional stuff that also impacts like ancestral trauma or not necessarily trauma, of course, but trauma is a, a major one. And, and you can look, I think the science obviously indicates that trauma has a, uh, a long shadow, but, uh, uh, everything like your emotional world is is sort of designed by your experiences and also your just who you are uh but you know just the way your parents hug you or don't hug you or whatever like that kind of like which is could have been the way that they weren't hugged or hugged and all you know so on and so on so like sort of that ancestral stuff is partially just like passed down through behavior and then some of it's passed down through Biologically, I guess. Well, the thing about this, someone went and experienced trauma in a war yeah. and then they came home and were, let's say, for example, this is not every time, but they were mean to their family. Yeah. And then that trauma gets passed down and down yeah. and down. And so that's down. like one way is like behavioral, but another way I think is biological in your, in your bones. Yeah. In your blood. Um, 
Well, yeah, well, I think all of that to say, if you're someone who has uh, access to direct grandparents, parents, yeah, any extended family, yeah. um, ask them questions. Try to see uh, more so more than um, what war they fought in or what house they had or you know, what their favorite shirt was, but try to see how they felt during time periods and what they yeah. go through on a deeper level. I, cause I feel like I feel a little bit of regret there. Having like not our, talked to grandparents. Yeah. And not having that relationship that ex, like goes beyond, you yeah. know, uh, knowing, you know, There's what still a university chance, they went to. I know. I'm always trying to just, it's harder with like grandpa Bayless, for example, because the, it's become a bit more scattered for him, the information. And so it's harder to like do a deeper dive uh, into family history because it's like, well, it's starting to get a little mixed up for him as well. And yeah, and he's a bit, he's a bit withholding. And he's, yeah, right, right, right. And so it's like a matter of, you know, I guess uh, a good bourbon sip will help lubricate the situation. And then that's a good time to have, hey, grandpa, how did you feel growing up in the 40s and 50s? Yeah. What was that experience like? What do you, do you have any regrets? <laughs> what surprised <laughs> or, you the most? What are some things you're super glad you did back then that have stuck with you your whole life? Yeah. Yeah. Um, trying to find a segue into this story. But <laughs> no, don't one. forget it. Just jump right in. Uh, so I guess this technically happened before. Arby's dropped their uh, smoked meats. <laughs> I knew bourbon. this is going to be Arby's related. It's 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 Arby's adjacent. Okay, uh, Dr Pepper on the seventeenth. Um, yeah, or that's when this article's from. They released uh, a bourbon flavored soda that doesn't contain any alcohol. A bourbon flavored soda that doesn't contain any alcohol. Huh. And I guess my well, first initially that it's like. Dr. Pepper's not that far from bourbon f- flavor profiles that we talk yeah. about anyway, vanilla sure. and caramel and all this stuff. Yeah. But, um, huh. Yeah. Well, that's what, interesting. What, well, I wanted to know what your opinion was on this specific release of things. And then just something I talked about a couple of days ago, uh, in an episode by myself was like bourbon flavored things. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I, I don't I really, like them personally but i'm just curious what well i had something that you liked i guess i'm going to be a mark i'm going to think as a marketing person for a second it's kind of an interesting drop for dr pepper to do that for two reasons one it's almost like a, a uh testing the market for jumping into the canned cocktail game mm. uh it's also gives coca-cola and Jack Daniels, like a little bit of competition in terms of like, hey, maybe I'll mix my, I'll do a, a, a Jack and Dr. Pepper, which I know a lot of people like to, to use Dr. Pepper as a mixer. And so now like a bourbon centric or bourbon flavored Dr. Pepper might be even more of a, a pairing there. It's also, uh, so it's in one way, it's like sort of testing the market for canned cocktail being a, a choice mixer. It's also getting into the game, the non-alcohol game. Like people who who want to have a bourbon with their friends but don't drink alcohol. That's fair. Uh, this might be a because I don't know about you, but I've tried a fair amount. Not a fair amount. I've tried a few. Uh, the complete opposite of a fair amount. I've tried a few non-alcoholic spirits, 
And they're, they're pretty terrible. fucking disgusting. Yeah. Um, like made me sick, felt like chemicals would never ever put that in my body. But if Dr. Pepper put something out I, I, and I wasn't drinking, but I wanted a bourbon, I might, that might be a little closer to where I want to land. Probably has a ton of sugar would be my guess, but I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, the thing that bothers me about uh, non-alcoholic spirits, not non-alcoholic beers because this, the beer thing, you can kind of replicate the flavor and the carbonation, sure. but the yeah. burn of alcohol has not yeah. been replicated properly in my mind. And yeah. what would I want it to be? Yeah, that would freak me out. Like, what the hell's burning me here? Yeah, because like, it's, I, don't, I don't think I'd want that. That's not what I'm after when I'm... No, but it is a distinct characteristic of the thing I enjoy. Right, which is why they obviously are doing it. But it almost feels like a medicine, not something you enjoy. Sounds like yeah. I'm gonna pick because I, I, I don't drink alcohol. But it's it like infused like, water a lot of the times. It seems to me to be like some sort of chemically infused water that makes this like sort of non-alcoholic spirit. Uh, and I just wonder. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not going to judge anybody who who wants to do that, but it's like maybe there's just some other alternatives. It's sort of this is good. I, I was just hanging out with a. a a handful of vegans. What do you call a group of vegans? I don't know. <laughs> a plethora of a murder vegans. of vegans. Uh, a plethora of some. Pla- I was hanging out with some plant murderers, and uh, <laughs> a myriad of, of vegans. <laughs> um, but I was thinking. I was eating a lot of their. I was trying to eat with them. Like you know, all right, you guys are vegan. Let's see what we got going on here. And it was a lot of like substitute. Like this is wings, but made with uh, yeah tan or whatever and and i realized i was like yeah but what about just like a really great vegetable dish like why not lean in that direction instead of trying to fake chicken why don't we just lean toward because like a great i have you know i eat plenty of great vegetable dishes i don't even think like oh this needs me i'm like oh this is just a great meal i'm having um and maybe that's the same with this non-alcoholic thing is like forget trying to recreate bourbon you know, why don't you make some kind of cool juice drink or something that's like, you know, I don't know. I think because it, it kind of exists, like vegetables already exist. But we'll switch that to being it's all it's all storytelling, right? Rather than that being the smoothie you have in the morning, maybe that's the juice drink you have at night with your friends when you go out. Right. Or uh, instead of a Bloody Mary, yeah. you have a Bloody Gary and it's not alcoholic. I'm not I'm not drinking a Bloody Gary. <laughs> <laughs> a bloody berry a bloody berry maybe uh but yeah i don't know i guess i'm just on the side that maybe it's rather than than uh trying to substitute maybe just look for an alternative does that make sense uh, i think uh yeah yes yeah i mean alcohol is different because i think people who are drinking that are trying not to drink alcohol right so they need to get as close as possible to it without yeah, because they didn't want to give they didn't want to give it up. I think some people who are choosing to <laughs> some people wanted to go. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Some people are choosing to go vegan. It's yeah. like an active choice not to eat meat. Not to yeah, not uh, like. But uh, it's not like when they eat meat, their life goes to crumbles. Yeah, they're like every time I eat chicken, I lose my job. Yeah, yeah. My I wife stop showing up for work. Me. Yeah, yeah. Um. um hmm. Well, how about? I feel like Christmas time, this I'm bound. I can almost guarantee it. I'll, someone will get me if they know that I like whiskey, they know yeah. they, I will get a bourbon flavored thing. That's 
not this soda or not a spirit replacement, but like bourbon flavored things that shouldn't be. Here's what I'll say. Some bourbon flavored candies are good. Like a caramel, like a bourbon flavored caramel. I don't mind. Yeah, but it's so subtle. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, I mean, that's true. The a, bourbon can, a bourbon candle, on the other hand, yeah. no fucking way. I don't. What do I need a bourbon candle for when the the smell of lavender exists? Yeah, you know. Yeah, there's this idea that that it's like man smell versus woman smell too, or something. But like, so bourbon, tobacco, all these things are like for men, and I just think that's a little bit silly. But um, I like a nice soft lavender, even with a little citrus spray in there. Wow. Um, but yeah, no, I, I know. I think it's more like the same kind of goes for the t-shirts and no offense. If listen, if you are out there and you wear bourbon t-shirts, like I have, I guess one or two, like some, we, brand. Have, uh, we have great bourbon library t-shirts that we are do really have, cool. They are actually really cool. They say I want to make some more, live. we'll get some more designs going. Cause Does the merch exists. Can people buy the merch? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, so we have merch and those are cool shirts. That's a different story, but like the, like, you know, bourbon barrels that are on set up to be like on someone's breasts or something. And it's like, take a look at these. Love, love your barrels, love your barrels or whatever. <laughs> I just think it's like big barrel I, fan. I'd be pretty yeah. disappointed if someone bought me a series of those shirts. Yeah. Like uh bourbon nation. I always refer to them. They, the, the head of who created that group is this guy named Bob. Yeah. He has they have shirts. And um, I don't like them. I just saw the most amazing thing on my window. I just want to say real quick. There was a man who appears to be wearing roller skates, not roller blades, but classic roller skates mm -hmm. flying down the hill outside of our studio being led by two dogs. Uh -oh, hopefully it's not a runaway situation. No, he, he looked like he was having the time of his damn life. Man, I admire that guy so much. He was like, you know what? I'm going for a ride. <laughs> he got his, he got his tie, took his old, he took his uh, comfy, cozy shoes off, put on some blades, some, some, some inline, some inline skates. skates. <laughs> no, it was like true blue old school roller skates and two dogs. One dog looked like it was being dragged a little, didn't quite, but the other dog was cruising. <laughs> um, Oh my! Yeah, I don't know. I don't know okay. the shirts. The shirts in like bourbon. Now, granted, I've gotten dad a fair amount of stuff, and I think he likes it. So and I got a nice Woodford um, Reserve shirt. It's a little long yeah. and thin, so for I, me, it doesn't I wish really mine was long, but give me the shape I want. But. I just yeah, yeah. I feel like the shirts aren't designed for the shape of the drinker. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know that I want bourbon-related paraphernalia in my house. The thing I like about bourbon is bourbon. Is the actual bottle. Yeah, that's yeah. why it's like I don't like all this stuff around it as much as I like the a good yeah. shelf or a yeah. good yeah, area, yeah. you know, thing like good wood, bourbon on some good wood. <laughs> good stuff. So I, I just want to go back to Arby's real quick. Uh I yeah, learned I, and I was researching this this bottle. It's all of the rave right now. It's so funny. I mean, legitimately, someone probably made a whiskey. Arby's was like, pick one. They picked one. And they said, that's that's what maybe they added. No, they it. dropped the wood in the barrel. Yeah, I'm sure. They dropped yeah. Arby's wood in the barrel. It's a great gimmick. Honestly, there's stuff. Well, you know, we were talking ahead of the show, but like Hidden Valley Ranch dropped furniture. 
they had furniture. They also had a diamond you could purchase. Mm-hmm. Uh, so brands do this kind of gimmicky thing. And it's like, hey, it's a vertical that they're not in that's very successful. It's like, I'm sure, you know what? Take Arby's off of it, put it in a blind t- taste test. And I'd be curious to see how many people like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but while researching this, I learned that rapper Pusha T has some sort of uh, partnership, brand partnership with Arby's. Uh, and he's released not one, but two diss tracks uh, aimed at McDonald's. Yeah. Um, and this most current one comes from a new record called rib roast. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to read some lyrics to you. This comes, the, the lyrics are quoted here on this TMZ article, uh, which come on, brilliant TMZ pushing Arby's via push a T. Uh, mm-hmm. But the lyrics are McDonald's, what you sell in mystery meat, hop up and go away. What does history teach? Mickey D's McRib, you ain't it in the streets. The real country style rib sandwich here to compete. Uh, yeah. So, so Arby's making a rib sandwich? Yeah, I guess that's the idea. They, I know uh, back in March, apparently, he also released a spicy fish diss track. So, um, yeah, I guess... Uh, <laughs> it, it apparently apparently his this track gave them uh eight million dollar return on investment in marketing wow supposedly that's the metrics on that one so uh you know listen yeah uh, so they have a real country style this we call arby's get, get yeah well, maybe it's just to, just to be clear arby's is not sponsoring us and nor do we have a diss track aimed towards but, McDonald's. but this would be a dream come true for you because i remember as kids you always wanted to go to Arby's or Taco Bell, and we were. Oh yeah, those are easily to my to Arby's. Easily my two favorite. We weren't rich enough to go to Arby's. Yeah, that was the expensive yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, I mean the real country style rib sandwich meal is looking <laughs> real good right now. It's got like. Uh, See, I mean, that's was- the brilliant thing about it. They dropped a whiskey, and we're talking about their new sandwich. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's good marketing. Oh, the Pusha T song is how we got here. Well, sure, but only because I was doing research. I want to try their whiskey. I don't. I don't want to be pretentious about it. There's so many fake, dumb, weird, white labeled whiskeys out there, made from great MGP juice or whatever. Like, <laughs> why not try Arby's? Bourbon? Yeah, I don't know. I was against it initially, but then. Oh man, yeah, crispy onions on this thing, barbecue sauce. <laughs> You're still looking at the sandwich. It looks delicious. <laughs> Makes me want to have a Barks root beer too. Uh, maybe um, we should be sponsored by Arby's. Yeah, what if? Um, uh, see, I'd like a root beer company to put out a bourbon tasting root beer. Dr Pepper has has bourbon or has root beery kind of. Yeah, there's close. 23 flavors. That's like that might as well even put a mixed every soda together. Yeah. Um, yeah. One last little bourbon thing to maybe end the show here is Michter's yeah. Distillery to release 2022 this year bottling of a 20 year bourbon. Wow. Now I I'm not a big Michter's fan, but we did get to try uh, their tenure was great. Their their tenure at the Kentucky Bourbon Festival, not yeah. this past year, but the year before that. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, this it's going to be obviously one of those situations where it's hard to get. Yeah. Hey, one last thing before we, we go. It's New York Rye Week. You know, uh-huh. we made the documentary on Empire Rye, and 
I, I'm sorry to say, nobody has invited us to anything. <laughs> There's all these events, all these cool looking Empire Rye, New York Rye related events. Uh, Kings County's doing stuff, Van Brunt's doing stuff, all in the city. No invite. What's the deal with that? Maybe it got lost in snail mail. I don't think we got lost. I thought, you know, here we are making this film about this thing we're passionate about, and no one invited us to the party. What the heck? Um, What's it going well, to take to you? With all party? the with all the extra money we saved from going out to all the events, we could buy this twelve hundred dollar bottle of twenty year <laughs> mixers. That's it. That'll that'll show them. Uh, 114.2 proof. What, what is it? 114.2 proof, $1,200 cool. bottle of Mictors. That's fun. I would never pay $1,200. No offense to anybody, but I don't think I've ever paid $1,200 for anything. What's what before we go? What's something you're coveting right now that you'd like to get your hands on realistically? That I want? Yeah. I want a bottle of that Pappy. Which one? Any <laughs> I want I want to own a bottle of the 23 year at some point in my life. Yeah. Even if it's 10 years past bourbon's prime. I don't really care about bourbon popularity. So I'll I've I've I just enjoy it. So when that bottle is available, I'll get it. Uh oh, there was a bottle that you know, I see stuff being kind of released and I wish I could get in on it. Like, you know, I love uh me and everybody else loves the Weller line. Yeah. Um, I would love to have another bottle of foolproof. That was really oh, fun. I'm craving uh the Knob Creek 18. Oh, that's what I'm seeing everywhere. Yeah, yeah. If I could splurge for that, I would. You know what the cost is? Any idea? What would be a fair price to pay for it? Uh not for Knob guy, Creek. My my guy says he has it, but then it's you know. It's in the back and it's probably too expensive, 300 bucks or something. I don't want to pay that. I just can't. I can't pay that anymore when there's too many good bourbons. It's the fall. I'll just drink old granddad 114. Forget everything else. Um, Another potential sponsor we should have is the booze app, which I use to look up fair prices in MSRP. Um, That's just a pro tip. They don't pay us. That is a pro tip. I use it. I'll use it at the store. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, so MSRP, average MSRP for the limited edition Knob Creek 18-year is $159.99. Okay. I would and a maybe fair price it. was $212.13. Okay. I will consider it so if, if I run into it. Fine. I mean, think about bucks. that, a $200 bottle of 18-year. We've spent more on a... Yeah, no, that would be fine, but I'm not, paying, I'm not paying more than that. No, I, I would spend around 200 for it, though. Yeah, unless someone wants to send us one. Yeah, Knob Creek. Oh, flee. Jim Beam, you listening? Uh, anybody listening? Are you out there? Hey, so you found out halfway through the show that we have merch. Where is the merch located, Alec? Uh, it is in the show notes of most episodes. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll put it in this episode. Great. Also, if you go to thebaylessbrothers.com and you click the listen uh, section that'll take you to several different ways in which you can listen to this podcast. I'm sure somewhere around there, we'll also find a link to the merch. Another, another, wherever you listen to podcasts, just type in the Bourbon Library. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're if you're if you're here already, yeah, you're here. You found us. Find us. <laughs> hey, we're it's in the show notes. That's the simple part of it. Hey, buy a shirt. Those are cool shirts. Those the are other cool shirts, shirts. Not so much. All right. Well, I'm Ryan Bayless. 
And I'm Alec Bayless. And this is the Bourbon Library, reminding you to always... Wait. (laughs) (laughs) Reminding you that... Reminding you that... To to drink drink is to live. To live. We're just nailing this today. Intros and outros, baby. Thanks for listening to our show. If you like what you heard, kindly take the time to rate and review our show wherever you're listening. It will help us grow and make more episodes. Remember to follow us on Spotify and tell your friends about the Bourbon Library. Do you have a bourbon you think we should try? Let us know and we might just feature it on a future episode. And we'll be sure to give you a shout out. If you're listening from Spotify, Anchor, or Apple Podcasts, turn on those notifications so you know when we drop a new episode. All right, bourbon lovers. Until next time. To drink is to live.